All right, let's talk about how to get pre-qualified business-to-business leads for your sales team or for you if you are selling your services business-to-business. It's Monday. I'm Roy Fur, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. The power of those three things combined means this is Mailbox Monday. So this is coming in response to a subscriber question that I got here at Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. So first things first, Today's Mailbox Monday question is, my biggest question or challenge is how to get pre-qualified B2B leads. Any suggestions? That's from T. And if you'd like to ask me your question, check the link in the description. It's right there. You just click it, you answer a couple questions, including what the heck is your question, and you have a chance to have it answered in an upcoming Mailbox Monday episode. So let's talk about getting pre-qualified B2B leads. And let's actually start with a story. So this goes back to my first and last full-time marketing job where I was working for an IT training publisher. And this was, we were selling kind of business to consumer, but we were selling them something to help with their career. But we were also selling business to business, business to government, business to nonprofit organizations, business to military, business to... We were selling uh, because we had individual exam training packs available, but then we also had entire training libraries that gave businesses a one-purchase way to provide a substantial amount of training to their entire IT staff. And uh, this was in the marketing department. I I feel like I kind of knew what I was doing, but didn't really know what I was doing uh, when I did this. But what I recognized was that, okay, So we have people coming to us to look at Cisco training. And we have people coming to us to look at Microsoft training. And we have people coming to us to look at other training relevant to maybe their individual career, but maybe also their business. And we were actually paying for a lot of traffic focused on, hey, if you want Cisco training, come check this out. Hey, if you want Microsoft training, come check this out, right? And so we had a good amount of traffic going to some of these different pages. And we had these great offers in place because if somebody wanted to buy one of the high ticket offers, I, I think when maybe when I started doing this, it was like $23,000, $24,000 as a one-time fee plus $2,000 a year to maintain access to the training library. And it was, um, so, so we had these, these great offers that were extremely attractive to the right people. And the question was, in all that traffic, in all those people who are coming to learn about all of our products and services, who within that audience is going to be interested in, uh, in in these different higher level offers? And you don't know, right? You don't know. So what you can do is you can give them a way to raise their hand. And that's exactly what I did. I gave high ticket clients a way to raise their hand. And so I don't remember exactly what the what the page said, but on the page where it listed, okay, we have training for these different Cisco certifications, for example, there was a little banner, little space ad, little almost like a classified ad that was like um, training your entire IT department, question mark. We offer a free training consultation to make sure you have the right solution for you. Something like that. And it's request your free training consultation now. And that took them to a page on the website where they would fill out uh, where they would fill out just a short form. And I believe that form was created with uh, with Salesforce.com at that time. 
And what it would do was it would dump a lead into Salesforce. And then our sales team at that point, because there wasn't like scheduling software and stuff available, our sales team would follow up to schedule. And at one point I actually moved over into sales within that company, but I was, I, I had permission to do all my marketing stuff. And one of the things that I did was I took that over. I took over that entire process. And so what we were doing is like in the context of all these people coming to look at us for the different types of training, I, I was giving these high ticket clients a way to raise their hand. And then I was scheduling a consultation with them. And I was saying on that consultation, like, you know, what's the best fit for your company? And if it was one of our high ticket offerings, I would then make the sale. And sometimes it would take a little while to come in because of purchasing processes and so on. But uh, it was it was one of those things where when I had it going, the sales team was just like, come on, Roy, like what's going on here? You just keep getting these purchase orders showing up for $25,000, $30,000, $10,000, $5,000, depending on what the appropriate solution was. I just had these like huge purchase orders consistently showing up. And what it really came down to was recognizing who within the audience and not even recognizing, but giving the people within the audience who were ready, willing, and able to purchase the higher level, higher ticket offerings, a way to do that. And um, that is really one of the things that you need to know about lead generation is if you have a good offer and you can put it in front of the right people, like they're gonna come out of the woodwork, right? Sometimes it takes more work than that. So let's talk quickly about the three things you need to nail for unlimited lead generation. And these may be familiar to you if you've been around me for a while or if you've been around uh, internet marketing at all, especially the work of Perry Marshall. Traffic, conversion, economics. Traffic, conversion, and economics. You need to nail all three of these if you want to be able to generate essentially unlimited leads for your business. So diving into traffic first, it's often actually the easiest thing to figure out, but only after, only once everything else is dialed in. And so if you really want to generate unlimited traffic within your audience, well, if you have your conversions and you have your economics all dialed in, then you just pay for it, right? You just go out there and you spend more money on traffic. And, and this comes down to two things, like how or where can you get more traffic? And so it could be Facebook, it could be LinkedIn, it could be like, depending on your offer, and I know we're mostly talking about B2B leads, but, but, but let's be honest here, like people are in Facebook groups for their business. People are in Facebook groups for their career. People are on pretty much any social media like network for business related stuff as well as for consumer related stuff. And so if you identify where people are at or offline, right? If you have a very specific niche, like professionals who have to be registered in a specific niche, so they're like registered with the government, you can often buy a list of, oh, these are the registered professionals within that niche, right? And you can send them direct mail. There's, there's lots of different ways to get more traffic, meaning eyeballs on your offer, audience for your offer, right? Oftentimes it comes down to how much can you pay, which means, which means you have to have conversions and economics in place. So conversions, this is your selling system. So before we're even talking about like, how can we get a bunch more people through the door? 
What are you doing with your current leads? Are you converting 100% of them? Well, probably not, unless you're only dealing with people who are talking to you basically as soon as they're all ready to buy, right? Um, if you're converting 80, 90% of them, then you're doing really well. Um, if you are converting 20 to 50% of them, like there's probably some room for improvement. If you're dealing with a bunch of unqualified leads, um, there may be a problem there, or you might have a terrible selling system that has you converting less than 20% of the people who are talking to you. Um, oh, and, and that selling system can be any number of things. It can be how well are you educating them to the, the quality of your offer? Is your offer actually better? Does it justify the price that you're asking for? Is the value far in excess of the value uh, of, of the cost that you are asking them to pay for it, right? There's a lot of that. But ultimately, if you have a good offer, then essentially what the selling system needs to do is make sure they understand that and how it's a good fit for them, figure out if it is a good fit for them, and then follow up with them until they buy or say that they've gone with a different solution. So how effectively are you converting your current leads? And, and can you lay out your proven process, right? Can you lay out your proven process? Somebody comes to you for the first time, you know, how do they speak with you for the first time? How does that conversation go? What are you saying in that conversation? What are you focusing on? How are you aligning your offer with their needs or uh, disqualifying them as a, as a good potential customer or client if they're not a good fit, right? Uh, and then after that initial conversation, what needs to happen next? Do they need to buy right away? Do they buy right away? If they don't buy, what's the follow-up process for that? Or is there, for example, with my IT training, is there a purchasing process where you need to be a, a, an assistant to them and an advocate for them throughout the purchasing process to help make sure that goes through smoothly, right? That's all about your conversion system. And then economics. Economics is about the price and value of your offer, right? So how are you able to maximize the revenue that you get out of each of these leads? How are you able to um, ensure that you have a lot of money to spend on traffic? Right? Have you built the cost of marketing into your um, into the cost of your product? Do, do your economics support scale? Meaning, um, if uh, if if you are really just taking all of your margin out of the business every month, and you're not able to reinvest in the business, and you're not able to invest in in getting new customers, right? Uh, then your economics don't support scale. Are you able to uh, create something much more scalable where you're actually getting a significant amount of revenue in a short period of time such that you're able to invest in essentially unlimited traffic? How quick are you to profitability when one of these leads shows up? Is it something where as soon as someone expresses interest in your business, um, you have a way to make them profitable like within the first seven days? Or does it take 90 days, 120 days, 180 days, 365 days before you're actually profitable on a lead showing up? That's gonna make a big difference in your ability to scale any kind of lead generation. And how can you increase sales velocity, meaning how can you get to profitability even faster? So the secret to nailing all three of these is to actually do it backwards. So we often think about traffic first because in the customer experience, 
they're arriving at our website first. They're being exposed to our message first, right? But we have to flip it around from the marketing perspective. Okay, how can we engineer what we're doing so that we're profitable as fast as possible on lead generation, on customer acquisition? And then so that we're as profitable as possible following the customer acquisition in, in you know, ongoing services or products being sold to that customer. And so we nail the economics and then we set up the conversion system, the selling system, so that we're able to achieve sales velocity moving forward through that process, through the economics as fast as possible. And then when we have that nailed, usually traffic is the easiest problem to solve. Because if our economics are better than, you know, most people within our niche, within our market, if we're able to spend twice as much as our closest competitor to put our message in front of the people within our audience, well, we're going to be able to show up in front of them. Um, and we're going to get those customers in front of them. But it all starts by working backwards and making sure you have your economics in place. So how do you get pre-qualified? leads for your offer. Well, that's on you, buddy. <laughs> they don't come that way. Uh, you have to pre-qualify them. And often you have to pre-motivate them, pre-educate them and teach them the buying criteria that they need to use for a product or service like yours uh, in order to decide on your particular service. So for example, uh, with that IT training, our training was ugly. And so sometimes selling business to business, they, you know, if it's a training manager that we're talking to, they wanted pretty training. They wanted pretty PowerPoints. We had like little tablets that our instructors were doing handwriting on. And this was before you had like iPad type tablets. This was a, a tablet that was separate from the computer where they couldn't see their writing at the tip of their pen. They saw the writing show up on the screen. So there's a little bit of cognitive disconnect there where your brain is not used to writing in that way. So everybody's handwriting was terrible on these white screens. And, and it was ugly training. But we had our instructors, like the instructors that we had were, were the people who wrote the exam questions for Cisco and Microsoft. They were the national experts on these topics. They were also great trainers. And so it felt like it was a friend who happened to be a total genius on this sitting ne down next to you and showing you how to do it, right? And so we would teach our prospects the buying criteria by which our training was the superior solution, right? So we had all the Cisco training, we had all the Microsoft training, we had all of that. So on that level, we had buying criteria that matched, but we also had buying criteria that matched for it being incredible instructors that they wouldn't get from going with like local uh, training options or many other training options. We also had the buying criteria where if an actual IT professional working on this technology sat down and watched the training and we did offer like access to demo lessons, uh, they would actually say, okay, like this is, this is something that is um, like, I, I like to learn from this person because they're talking to me like a friend and they're an expert, right? So we taught them that buying criteria and then, and then in terms of pre-qualified leads, right? When we're teaching them the buying criteria, we need to generate awareness. And this goes back to the Eugene Schwartz, like unaware, problem aware, you aware, solution aware, and deal ready, right? So um, 
someone at first is is unaware that they actually need to solve a problem or that they have a problem but they start to have symptoms show up and so they need to be educated about the 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 problem itself which is my p in paisa right and then when they're problem aware they need to be motivated to um solve the problem quickly right and so that's the a in in paisa which is agitate right so we start by saying you know here here's the problem that we solve Agitation is here's why the problem needs to be solved quickly. And then we invalidate other solutions. Uh, we, we say why one solution is superior. So, for example, me talking about the handwrite, the ugly handwriting, but the great trainers, right? Um, we were invalidating other training options because if you were just looking for pretty training, you could go anywhere else. But if you wanted the best instructors, you had to come to us, right? So that was the invalidation. Solution um, is the S in PISA. And so we introduce them to our solution, which matches that set of buying criteria that is ideal for our, um, you know, in, inside our market for the right customers for us. And then A is asking them for, to, to take action when they are deal ready. And so if you want pre-qualified leads for your offer, your marketing, whether it's presented in a single presentation or whether it is dripped out over time, um, it needs to essentially touch on these different levels. So here's the problem that we solve. Here's why it's so important to solve it right away. Here's why other solutions that uh, other businesses may offer may not solve this problem as well as you need it to. Here's what makes our solution different and superior. Um, and, and actually solves it in the way that those other solutions don't. And if you want to get started, talk to us, right? That's how you're generating pre-qualified leads is you're actually helping them qualify. And you probably have some business-specific qualifications, like you know, for selling the IT training, if, if the training department didn't have a budget for training, then they weren't a, a qualified lead for us, so we would disqualify them as well. Um, but but you are determining this and you are pre-qualifying them. Now, if you want to build an automatic lead generation system, it comes down to, uh, there's a couple different ways to structure it that I'll lay out real quickly before we wrap up. So option one, that that doesn't achieve sales velocity quite as much, but it may be necessary in your market. If your market is uh, much smaller and has much fewer buyers, um, then then you may want to focus on this. And, and this is largely just creating low threshold information offers, uh, which is otherwise known as like a lead magnet, right? Like it's a uh, it, it is a a chunk of information that is delivered to someone who would be interested in what it is that you offer, right? A low threshold offer. Uh, that information gets them to raise their hand. They say, oh yeah, cool. Um, I would like information about XYZ service, right? Or, or it could be that, that, that consultation, that training consultation, right? Um, the low threshold information offer, hey, we offer like a no obligation consultation to talk to you to figure out if we have a good solution for you here. And if somebody's in a business and they're actively buying to solve a business problem, that can be all that is necessary, right? And get them to raise their hand. And, and, and 
And if you do this, you can actually help with your education-based marketing by, for example, paying attention to the different sales calls as you're starting to generate leads and noticing what the different questions are that the, the prospects are asking on a regular basis and then creating marketing that answers those specific questions so that when somebody's searching for you know, solutions in XYZ market, they're asking that question you have a low threshold information offer, like a, a, a white paper, a case study about how that question can be answered, solved, whatever, in a way that is superior. And they raise their hand and they connect with you, right? Lots of different ways to do it, but it's all about you educating them. So you're pre-educating, pre-motivating, pre-qualifying them through information. And then you connect them through to the consultative selling process. Now, if you want something more scalable, more hands-off, and that achieves sales velocity faster so that you are able to essentially spend an unlimited amount of money on acquiring leads for your B2B offering, you want to build a paid customer acquisition system. You want to build a paid customer acquisition system. And this is especially relevant if you have larger markets with lots of potential buyers, right, uh, where there are a ton of people out there that may buy if you um, if if they are essentially indoctrinated into what it is that you offer and why it is so valuable. And so you want to create customer acquisition and ascension systems. So an example of how I might do that today based on uh, that IT training business. So on one side, I might have a, you know, if I'm focused on the, on the training for the individual, um, I might create a book that is um, how to use certifications, how to use IT certifications and training to uh, maximize your career success, something like that. Like maybe that's not the best title for the book, but this is coming off the top of my head. It would be a book focused on career success for IT professionals based on training and certifications, right? And so that's going out to the broadest audience possible. It could be a very low-priced offer. And then I might offer um, a series of ascending offers after that, that somebody, once they bought the book, there's maybe an additional thing, an additional thing, and an additional thing um, that are immediately relevant to the broadest audience possible. And my paid customer acquisition system is going to be getting as many people as possible to buy the initial offer, right? And there's going to be a number of people after that, or, or, or a, number, a number of offers after that, that make that um, as revenue posi positive as possible, that make it as, um, as, as quick to profitability as possible. Hopefully, hopefully, rolling it out in a way where I'm actually profiting just because people buy things within that initial series of offers, right? Or alternatively, if I want to target somebody that's more at the IT manager level, I would create something like an IT manager's guide to um, maximizing the success of your IT department. And it would be similar structure, right? There would be a book, there would be uh, something, one of the goals here with B2B is that you want to make it something that 
maybe somebody's even willing to buy with their personal credit card or that their actual um that their costs are well within the spending limits that they have on their unquestioned spending limits on a credit card so it could be that hey any transaction less than 500 bucks if you're a manager within the company you don't have to ask for permission you just have to turn in your receipt right so you build out a a paid customer acquisition system that focused on what can somebody who is the decision maker in this business spend without question, right? Maybe to get reimbursement, maybe on their corporate card, whatever it is, that is gonna be applicable to the widest audience possible within my market. And I'm gonna build that system in order to make it as profitable as possible, as fast as possible. Ideally, you know, day zero, day zero, I'm able to at least break even, if not make a little bit of profit there. Then I have a whole bunch of pre-qualified leads coming out of that system that I can feed into my sales team. And the sales team is gonna be responsible for ascension. Meaning, you know, if, if, I have, if I have 50 IT managers a day who've just bought books about how to um, achieve maximum success with your IT department, I'm gonna be able to feed those 50 leads into the sales team and maybe they get called right away. Maybe additional uh, help is offered right away. Maybe there is a follow-up sequence that is educating them about the higher ticket offers that we offer, right? And it's about adapting this model to your business. So you, you have to do that, right? You have to figure that out. You have to figure out how this applies to your business. Now my call to action for you at the end of this episode, don't forget to like and subscribe so you get more content like this delivered to you. But ask yourself, how can you use this? Like, what are your takeaways? What are your action items from this? Drop them as a comment with this episode. If you have a question that you'd like to ask me, check the link in the description for that. And hey, if you wanna to talk to me about how to build a system like this inside your B2B business. If you have maybe some high ticket offers, maybe you need some help with the lower ticket offers, um, then we can certainly talk. I offer a no obligation, uh, no obligation introductory call for my fractional CMO and copy chief services. And you can check out that link in the description as well. I'm Roy Fur, this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. I'll catch you again in the next episode. See you soon. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.